What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Bariatric Confessions Podcast with your girl, Zipporah. So today, um, let's talk about the truth behind having bariatric surgery. Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out, and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post weight loss surgery? That is the question. And this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions podcast. Okay. So, uh, I don't care how you spin it. Having weight loss surgery is, is difficult and it could be very difficult for some for other people's every everybody's journey is very 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 different okay and um it's not it's not an easy way out like you know like um i can't work out so let me have surgery or something like that for me weight loss surgery was it was either like it sounds so dramatic but it was either do or die because it was either it was either have weight loss surgery or get on insulin and, and insulin was not an option for me. So it was either do or die, do the surgery or die because I was not going to, and I know my, I knew myself well enough to know that I was not going to lose the weight naturally, regardless of the fact that I was, I was pre-diabetic for years and high cholesterol and high blood pressure. None of that scared me enough or, or, or pushed me enough to go ahead and just like lose the weight naturally it still didn't switch but I mean I would recommend weight loss surgery for anybody who think they need it yes would I say let that be your first option absolutely not absolutely not like absolutely not no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. because it's it's not an easy road it's it's actually harder there's so many st- things that you have to do like I have to do now and if you have um, weight loss surgery you already know like there's so many things that you have to do in order for your journey to be successful and then you're talking about lifetime maintenance and you know continuing on beyond that first year which is like the honeymoon stage or whatever and now you're in real life and real life is hitting you and you go into functions and all this other stuff and guess what don't nobody care that you had weight loss surgery that's how I feel like you know what I mean because they're going to still eat the way they eat. They're going to still ask you to do things when it comes to cooking or food or whatever. And you have to constantly tell people, you know, that's just not who I am anymore. That's just not who I am anymore. And it's it's more it's more of a mental um, struggle than anything else. Because now you're not only are you struggling, you know, you're talking to yourself in your head constantly about what to eat, what not to eat. You know, maybe you shouldn't eat this. Maybe you should wait here. Like you're trying to find other ways to reward yourself that's beyond food. Like, okay, I had a good day at work or, you know, yay, something awesome happened. Let me, you know, celebrate with cake. No, like now you're like, okay, let me celebrate by doing this or doing that doing something else, go for a run, take a new class, learn a new hobby. Like you're trying to fulfill those like voids. So anyway, and, and then you have to, um, constantly like talk to people who never had weight loss surgery and let them know, like, you know, 
you, you got to give this new person that you've never met, that I've never even met too, how about that, a chance. So no, certain things I'm not doing. I'm not, I'm not helping cook Thanksgiving dinner. Why? I don't want to. Like, I, that's just not what I want to do. I'm not going out to eat all the time or, you know, whenever I don't want to or when, it, when I don't feel like the environment is conducive for my needs. Like you have to be comfortable with telling people no. It's a struggle. It's a mental struggle. And it's far, very far from the first option. Like I, I know there's like celebrities or whatever and, you know, they go have the, uh, a mini sleeve. I don't know if y'all heard of that. Like it's a mini sleeve. So they have just a little bit of their stomach cut out or something like that, like 20% so they can eat less. They're not doing it for health reasons. They're doing it for superficial reasons so they can just continue eating whatever they wanted to eat and still look like a runway model. But that's not why I had surgery. I wasn't, a, I didn't look like a runway model before. I don't have that expectation after either. I didn't mind. I had, I was sleeved because of health reasons. And it really was my last option. I, I mean, I was 371 pounds. I'm pretty sure at some point, I think when I was pregnant with my oldest daughter, I hit like uh, 380, 385. With one of them kids, I got three kids. I, with one of them kids, I hit like 380, 385. So I know at some point I was like 400 pounds, just like, you know, or knocking on the door of 400 pounds, like, you know, with one biscuit from Popeye's, you know what I mean? Like, so like for me, bariatric surgery, just what it wasn't just like something that I just did just because I couldn't, you know, lose the weight or go to the gym or do that. Not, no, mm -mm. it was really like, it was like a Hail Mary. You know, you play football, they threw a Hail Mary, like a last resort. That's what it was for me. It was a Hail Mary, a Hail Mary. Because like, if I didn't have surgery, then I'm telling you this year, if I didn't have surgery last year, this year would be a whole lot different for me. Wait, uh, health wise. And like, like, like I saw how diabetes affected my dad and I'm just like, I am not going through that. First of all, I don't like needles. Okay. When I was pregnant with my kids, I had to get progesterone injections. And if you had to get some type of, I don't know, pregnancy injections or whatever, some of that stuff can be really painful. I had to get mine in my butt every week. For until I was like, like 35 or something like, something like that weeks, maybe 30, 35 weeks and every week. And it would it'd leave a big hole, like a, my, my, my injection site would swell up every week. By the time it went down, it was time for another injection. It would swell up every week that the progesterone, the stuff inside the needle, it was so thick. And that's why they said it, it swelled up insulin. It's not thick, I know that. But I watched my dad stick himself in his in his stomach. And he was very light-skinned. And he, I, I watched him, like on the side of his belly button, on either side, he would rotate, you know, I think he had to do it three times a day, yep. What's up, friends? So you wanna know what is the bariatric virtual meetup about? Okay, so it is the biggest bariatric virtual meetup of the year, according to me. <laughs> So I am hosting the very successful virtual meetup exclusively on Zoom. And child, let me tell you, we got some real heavy hitters coming to talk to us about all things bariatric. So we have Leonda Griffin, 17. We got Miss Texas. We got Gracefully Fit 
coming, okay? We have Embrace Life 78 coming through with the muscles. We got bariatric hair and skin care. And we got the Berry Girls. So all you got to do is register for the event. Click the link in my bio to save your seat. That's the only way you're going to get the link on October 17th. Hurry, go, 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 go. And he would rotate, you know, and um, his stomach was so red at the injections like just and then like it went from red to you know black and blue like it was bruised and like it just stayed like that like i don't even know if his stomach like he just stayed like that because he he died with diabetes so like it just stayed like that and other things happened to him but i was just like i'm not doing that i'm, I'm not doing it i'm not sticking myself with no needle i'm not taking a pill i'm not doing none of that stuff because like it's like diabetes you get diabetes and it gives you the insulin to help you but then it all it starts causing other stuff too and then like it's just like it's uh, is it really helping and you're just like um drowning in a whole bunch of sicknesses so i, I said no i said no i said absolutely not so like for anybody if anybody asks me is it worth it to have weight loss surgery for me it was yes Yes, absolutely. I can't make that decision for you. It was worth it. It was. Did I have um, any, like, you know, major complications? No. I don't think I had anything major. The first day after, not even the first day, the first couple hours after surgery, you know, when you wake up, I regretted it immediately. But that's because I was in so much pain. When I would drink, it, when I would drink my little liquid, take little sips, it would burn going down. Yep, it, it did. But then after the healing, you know, like pretty much was over, recovery was over and, you know, I was able to walk, you know, like, cause you know, your lungs and everything is just like, it was just hard to breathe. And I'm like, man, this was totally worth it. The weight started coming off and I started, I started seeing the change in my body. And I said, man, this was worth it. But, um, would I have done it if like, if my mind could like, I don't know, tell me to lose the weight. Like if I, if I, if I wasn't missing that piece, I like, I feel like I was missing a piece and that's why I didn't lose the weight because, you know, some people would just, oh, I'm pre-diabetic. I'm dropping this weight, you know, or I, I got this, I got that, I got this sickness and it's, it is food related or health related or whatever. I can drop the weight. I'll do it. That never happened with me. So I always felt like I was missing a piece that that would that that um allowed that click to happen so that way I can just like you know you know lose the weight be consistent enough and lose the weight but I don't think it should should be used as an excuse you know what I mean like for not doing something or you know like well since I can't do this I might as well just go have surgery like you know like I was talking to one of my neighbors uh I don't know a while ago about a month ago and, you know, she was like, oh, you look great, you look great. She asked me what I did. I told her I had surgery. And she's like, maybe I should get that. Now, she looks good to me. You know, she had, she got two kids. She looks good to me. She walks around the neighborhood. And I was like, I see you out here walking. And she was like, it's not doing anything. And I'm like, you yeah, know, well, it comes down to diet and exercise, not just exercise, you know. So, you know, but she was, uh, um, she's not fat enough to have it. Like, she really isn't, you know. <laughs> but, um, but I was just like, you know, well, it, you know, maybe if you change something you're eating or whatever, like it's a, it's a work, it's, it's work either way. This just, the surgery helped me get rid of those, um, health conditions. That's, that's what it really did. And it like, it didn't like, it didn't like 
um, it, it didn't really speed up my weight loss because that's not my experience at all. It just kept me from overeating. It ha it does keep me from overeating, but it didn't. I didn't have the surgery, and then I started dropping masses of massive amounts of weight. That didn't happen. Mine was a slow, like a gradual um, change, a gradual loss. So, like you know, I, I I think I just think people are just like misinformed when it comes to um, bariatric surgery or any type of weight loss surgery because they're just they just think that you you have the surgery and you drop the weight and you don't and you won't at all. So, like I mean, if you're thinking about having the surgery, I definitely think it was worth it. It definitely was worth it. And it helped me with to, to get rid of the one the one thing that I'm really scared to have, which is awesome. And my numbers for um, like the pre-diabetic number it keeps going down every year. So I'm like, thank God. But there's other there's a whole ton of other stuff that I have to work on, like a whole ton of stuff. Like I don't want diabetes, but I still take blood pressure medicine. Why? Because I still eat, you know, stuff that is too salty for me. And I still need to come down in my weight. So you see what I'm saying? Like it's somebody said, if somebody says, should I have uh, bariatric surgery? If that's the route you want to take, take it. But just know either way, you're going to have to work on your mind. And if I like, I don't even think I knew that before surgery. But if I really understood that, if I really knew that before surgery and understood it, then um, in my head, you know, this is me now looking back, I would like really hold on to that and really work on my mindset and my relationship with food really hard, really hard. But that's why bariatric community is so important. Like once I started really getting into uh, the, the, the community, then I started hearing stories about other people's journeys. And, and that's when I realized like that first year, I should have did more. That's I, that first year i should have did more but that's another podcast for another day peace hey guys thanks for listening if you've enjoyed this episode make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on instagram tiktok or even in my facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode oh and please please rate and review my podcast i really really appreciate it don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.